Welcome to Confessions by the Unheard, where spirituality and self-development intertwine for healing, growth, and transformation. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Confessions by the Unheard. And we are stepping into the brand new episode called Establishing Our Roots. What are you rooted in? Last week, we talked about what it looks like to surrender ourselves completely before God to surrender to our past and what it means to actually release the bondage and release the trauma, release the fears and the insecurities, whatever baggage that we are carrying, it cannot accompany us to the future. So that was last week. This week, we're going to be focusing on what are we rooted in and what we need to be rooted in in order to create the success and the fulfillment that we desire for our lives. So I was sitting in the car and I was staring at nature. If you guys don't know, God loves to speak through us through nature. It is his creation. He has created all things, both the heavens and the earth. That means he has created everything that is on here. So I was looking at the trees and it dawned on me. He spoke to my spirit and he said, what you're rooted in matters because what you're rooted in is what's going to manifest yourself, what manifests itself in your life. And as I was looking at all the various kind of trees, I seen big trees, humongous trees, small trees. And what he's told me is the trees that are the most fruitful means that they have deeper roots. So the deeper the roots, the more fruitful the tree. So whatever we're rooted in magnifies. Whatever we're rooted in is what's going to manifest itself in our life. And if we want to be fruitful, we need to make sure that we're rooted in things that are going to give us that. We need to make sure that we're rooted in Christ. We're rooted in love. We're rooted in hope and faith, all of those things that are going to produce the things that we're trying to get to in life and accomplish, right? So before I go any further, we have to first identify where we are rooted at. Because God says, God says, let me tell y'all, God says, when you come to him, you come to him exactly as you are. And he helps you change, but it takes your part, you have to identify not only the baggage, as we all know that this journey requires absolute self-awareness. The self-awareness never ends. And if we're going to really be on this journey, we're always going to have to be self-reflecting. So we want to, if we want to be rooted in the right things, but first we have to identify where we've been rooted at. And with that, like I said, it's going to take some self-reflection. A lot of times we're rooted with things in this world. Some people, they're rooted in the materialistic things of this world because that they think that adds to their self-value, that adds to their image, that adds to the self-validation that they're looking from other people. Some people are rooted in money. Some people are rooted in anger. Some people are rooted in bitterness and shame, rejection, guilt. And you see the way that manifests because what we're rooted in manifests itself through our attitude, through our beliefs, through our actions and our behavior, how we carry ourselves, the things that we talk about, the things that we think about. As we all know, our thoughts produce our actions. So whatever we're thinking on, you're going to see it manifest in the way that we speak and the way that we act. So you can tell what a person is rooted in just by watching their behavior, watching the things that they speak about. And it is so important that we identify where we're rooted because a lot of times we're rooted in things from the past, from the childhood, whatever we've gone through as children. Okay, let me go ahead and break this down even further. So as we all know, the roots are very important. And 
when we're stepping into our relationship with Christ and we're trying to uproot the bad things, we're trying to uproot the weeds so that we can go ahead and nurture the soil. The soil is so important. The soil is the things that we nurture. It is the thing that nurtures the plants. It nurtures the roots. So the soil would be our environment. The soil would be the things that we're taking in, that we're listening to, that we're allowing into our ear gates, that we're watching, the things that we're just allowing into our bodies and our spirit. That is going to be our soil. So As we're sitting here and we're actually identifying where we're rooted at, we're going to also have to identify what has been nurturing us. What have we been planting with? What type of friends do we have? What type of environment are we in? And a lot of times we'll notice that when we're children, we're just around our family for the most part. It's just our family. A lot of us are not blessed enough to come from a family. We all have trauma. Trauma has manifested itself in our lives in different type of ways. So we're going to have to identify the different childhood traumas. Like if you want to uproot, you're going to, if you want to become a different person, you're going to have to get it from the roots. And that requires a deep level of self-reflection. And if you cannot do it on your own, it is okay to go ahead and reach out to somebody who can help you take that level, who can help you take that step therapy, a trusted friend, somebody who is where that you're trying to go, a mentor, somebody who can help see the blind spots. A lot of times we're so deeply, the things in us are so deeply embedded because it has been years and years and years of conditioning, years and years of trauma, years and years of the same thought patterns that that just naturally becomes a part of who we are. So we have blind spots. A lot of times we're not even aware about our self-destructing habits, but we have to become aware if we want to become who God has called us to be. So I want to go ahead and also share with you guys this amazing vision God had gave me a little while back, and he he put in my mind a picture of a puzzle piece, and I thought it was so amazing. It, okay, let me just tell it. He put in my mind a picture of a puzzle piece, and as we all know, when it comes to puzzles, there's a centerpiece that makes all other things connect, and in the with the puzzle, the centerpiece was missing, and he told me that that spot right there is reserved for him. When we were created, God was meant to be at our center. And what happens when he's not at our center, we spend our whole lives trying to fill a void that is not able to be filled until we put him rightfully on our throne. And that's why you can see people who are millionaires and literally be depressed because they tried to fill it with wealth, with success and money. But that does not That is false security. That is not going to be the thing that actually sustains you in this life. You have people who try to fill it with drugs, who try to fill it with sex. For me, it was sex. For me, it was weed. And you try to fill it with all these different things, and you just learn that the well always dries out. And that brings me to the scripture, John 4, 14. Jesus said, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never thirst again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of living water. That means when we're trying to fill that void with all these different things in the world, it runs out. It's only but so long we're realized we're left still feeling empty, still feeling like we have a void to fill. And we spend our whole lives running in circles trying to fill that void. But God says if you just put him in the center where he belongs, that living water will spring. Living water, that means through the trials, through the adversity, through everything that you're going to go through in life, through every step that you take on your process of becoming, that means he is there providing you with everything that you need. 
Abraham first revealed God's true name. He said, I am the God of Jehovah Jireh. That means I am a provider. And if you put me in the center and you seek me first in that relationship, all else will be added unto you. Nobody can feel that centerpiece but God. And a lot of people can try to tell you otherwise, but deep down there's a void. And they're trying to fill that void with things that are not going to last. The well will dry. Until you put him where he belongs, he cannot allow the spring of living water. He said that you will never thirst again. That means you will never lack a day in your life. That means that you will have the hope and the faith. And that is what it means to be rooted in Christ. To be rooted in Christ is to be rooted in love, faith, hope, knowing that no matter what it may look like right now, that God has something bigger for you. That means everything is working out for their greater good because he will never leave nor forsaken you. He said he is there till the very end. Okay. Our roots are very symbolic to our connection with Christ, and we know that being connected through Christ is a necessity. There's advantages of being connected to Christ. There's disadvantages when we're disconnected from Christ. So we know that the roots are essential, are essential for any plant to have life. Same as our connection with Christ is a necessity if we want to have a full spiritual life, if we want to have the life and have it more abundantly, as Jesus promised, that is our inheritance. So many Christians accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior, but they never reap the benefits because they don't go after it. You have to go after it. You have to start planting seeds. You have to plant the seeds and water them. God says that he will bring the increase. All he needs you to do is plant, plant love, plant hope, plant faith, plant all, I mean, yeah, plant. Plant all of these things and water it, meaning nurture it. Read the books, watch the sermons, attend the seminars, listen to the podcast, listen to the people who build your faith. That is how you water your plants. And he says that he will provide the increase. So one of the advantages that we see of being connected through Christ is Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8. It says, but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out his roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves is always green. It has no worries in the years of drought and it never fails. So that is an advantage. God just told you plain and simple. Being connected to him, everything that you are trying to accomplish in life, he is going to give you that 10 times. Everything that you go through, everything that you accomplish in life is going to magnify because he is at the center of it all. That means you're going to be planted firm. You're going to be planted in the things that are going to sustain you. You're going to be planted in hope, faith, and love. Those are the things that are going to sustain you when the adversity hits. Those are going to be the things that sustain you when success comes, that you're going to be able to actually handle it. So many people receive a large sum of money and they lose it because they cannot handle it. God says with him in the, him in the center, he will prepare you for everything that he wants to give you. You will be like a tree planted by the river, meaning that you are going to stand tall and firm. And the deeper your roots are in Christ, that means the deeper you seek him, the deeper you go and you your faith, the deeper that you go in your prayer life and you're reading your word and building that trust and that knowledge and that vulnerability with him, that intimacy, the more fruitful you will be, the more abundance that you will have, whatever that purpose that God has for your life. Then we know with everything, there's a disadvantage. God said that he is the vine and we are the branches. If you remain in him and him in us, that we will bear much fruit and apart from him, we can do nothing. Apart from him, we can do nothing. 
Without adequate nourishment from the life source, a plant withers and it dies. Without life source, a plant withers and it dies. Meaning when you're trying to do this on your own, that's when the feelings of stress, that's when the weight of the world comes on you. That's when you feel like you're out here alone. You're trying to accomplish all this stuff by yourself. That's when you start to feel depressed, overworked, feeling like now, okay, I have all of this wealth, all of this success, all of these outside validation, but somehow inside I feel a void. Apart from him, you have nothing that truly matters. And apart from him, we are more likely to be drifted by life circumstances. Being a Christian and walking with God does not guarantee you a life free of adversity. If anything, the attacks are a little bit deeper, but he said that he equips us. He said to put on the full armor of Christ. That means we get back 10 times for the things that we go through because he knows that this journey is hard. He knows the stuff that we go through here on earth, but he says that he will make it worth our while here on heaven, here on earth and in heaven. The eternal life does not even compare to anything that we face on this earth. So all we have to do is stay connected, right? Because Matthew 13, 6 says, but since they have no roots, they last only a short time. When trouble and persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. So as you guys are under the sound of my voice, you guys are probably hyped. You guys are probably like, yes, this sounds so good. I'm excited. I'm hyped. But if you have no roots, this word will quickly be taken away. The moment you turn it off and you're faced with life circumstances, that means that you have to keep watering. You have to keep nurturing that thing. The moment that you get off of here, you should go pray. Read your word. Do something that is going to build your spirit. That is what this life is about. This is a never-ending journey that you have to be a participant with God. This is a partnership. We are partnering with God to get to the person that he designed for our lives, to get to the, the, the destiny that he has for our lives. And guess what? The destiny is living outside of yourself. It's not even about you. I'm on this podcast. It's not even about me. I'm on this podcast because I genuinely care about helping the next person. I'm on this podcast because God has poured so much into me that it is now time for me to empty out my cup and pour into the next person. That is why I'm on this podcast, because I genuinely love. I'm rooted in the love of Christ. So I don't even want to get too deep into it, though. But yes, like I was saying, you have to be aware about where you are planning yourself. This journey truly does require self-awareness. So I had to ask myself, Krista, where have you been planting yourself? And at one point, I was planting myself in negativity. I was planting myself in shame. I was planting myself in guilt and condemnation, feeling sorry for myself, feeling like I wasn't worth anything. But if I all I did, if I would have just knew a little bit sooner, and actually, no, I'm only 23. I'm, pre I'm doing pretty good, actually. No, I'm doing pretty good. I put God at the center and made him my root. I am now planted firm. And first, it wasn't a, a quick transformation. It never is. Nothing is quick. It's slow. It's steps. He worked on me internally where nobody else knew because outwardly I was still the same person. My actions were still the same thing, but internally my mind was changing. It didn't happen overnight. I didn't get here overnight to the mindset that I have today. It happened slowly, but I stayed committed. So if you're going to do this journey, you have to be fully committed to it. This is not an overnight thing, but it is worth the journey. It is worth everything. I promise you, you can, nothing you've gone through can compare to the joy that God has in store for us. All you have to do is stay down until you come up. God says in Luke 
8.13, they on the rock are they, which when they hear, they receive the word with joy, and these have no root, which for a while believe, and in a time of temptation fall away. So you're going to have to keep strengthening yourself. You're going to have to watch what you allow into your ears, what you allow into your sight. You're going to have to make, you're going to have to change the stuff that you listen to, the people that, that is in your life that's speaking negativity. You got to change your circle. You got to change the stuff that you watch on TV, the music that you listen to, the books that you read. That is all nurturing the seeds and the plant and uh, it's so deep. It's so deep. But I promise y'all, if y'all just stay connected and stay down, this journey is going to be easy and you will be amazed at the things that God will reveal to you during the process. And when you get to the end goal, the person that you become at the end of it, who you were always destined to be. So I want to end this off with some self-development tools. Like we said, we have never-ending self-awareness. The beginning of the process, oh yeah, we're beginning the process of self-discipline and intentionality. You have to be committed. Like I said, this journey requires intentionality. God is very intentional and you're going to have to keep up with him. You're going to have to be intentional with him. Self-discipline is something that you're going to have to get in the habit of. And it's a habit. Like I said, it's a habit. It's going to take time. I'm still developing self-discipline in my life. And you just have to commit to it. Every day, just tell yourself, okay, yeah, I might have fell here. I might have fallen off here, but I'm going to get back up. God says to get back up. Get back up. Get back up. Get, no matter what, get back up. So I gave y'all a challenge last week. This challenge this week, I want you guys to focus on defining your habits. I want you to define your habits, identify where you've been rooted at, identify the things in your life that have manifested because of the things that you are rooted in. And then I want you to go ahead and research some habits, identify, no, first identify what success looks like for you. I ask the Holy Spirit to guide you to the person that you want to become. Then I want you to look at different habits that you can incorporate into your daily routine that is going to get you closer to that person that's going to get you closer to your goals you don't want to focus on the negativity you don't want to focus on the negative habits because whatever you focus on magnifies you want to actually focus on the things that you want to enhance the things that you want to bring into your life and you'll just notice automatically the bad stuff just falls away so that is the challenge for you guys for this week also, let me just go ahead and throw it out there. The habit of prayer will be very vital. The habit of knowing God's word, because that is part of the, that's the sword. He said, put on the full armor of God. That means that I know his word. I'm over here fighting the enemy, like boom, 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 because I know Jesus. He said that he would never leave nor forsake me. So uh, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. He said that I am, he said to be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid. I'm not alone, period. I hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you for coming to episode two. Stay tuned for next week. I really am excited about what God is doing in this season. I'm even more excited to just see where he's going to take this thing. Leave me feedback, comments, all of that. Like I said, we're going to be really getting to know each other, and I'm super excited to hear what you guys have to say. See you guys next time.